Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good morning, crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several of my friends today. We've got Mr. Johnny Crypto joining us on this beautiful Monday morning. The Node Defender has decided to join us. Always happy to have you. The Cash Flow King. We're going to address some very cool stuff, give him the floor, and we've got the chart master, aka Homeless to Humble, Billy, back on the podcast for his second Monday morning edition. So very excited to have all of you. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we will be discussing how Janet Yellen made some powerful statements regarding the crypto market, stating it has grown by leaps and bounds, and what new regulation could mean for the industry. ExxonMobil is mining Bitcoin, and Britain responds as Biden's executive order with steps towards regulation. Ripple calls out the SEC stating Hinman potentially analyzed XRP and concluded it was not a security. And Raul Paul says technology will evolve and it's time for investors to embrace crypto or die angry. So very powerful stuff. Very good stuff this morning. Our show is now available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So we typically do introductions, but we all know everybody here. So we'll hop right into our articles for today. We've got the Good Morning Crypto Twitter channel where you get access to everyone from me to JV to Johnny, Mario, Andrew Cashflow. The list goes on and on. Gonzo, of course. But we'll hop into the Fear and Greed Index because that's what's most important. And we finally got some movement this morning. Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index is showing us 60 today. So we finally claimed out of that neutral range and we're actually in greed, guys. I'd love to go to Johnny Crypto for some comments before we hop into our articles. What are some of your thoughts, Johnny? Well, my first thought is I never liked I never liked the greed section because um, when you get into the greed, as I always tell you, you know, fear is the buy zone and greed is the sell zone. Um, and the thing about the sell is now you got to figure out when to actually sell. So, so you got to have your exit. It's no longer the fun part where you're just accumulating at low prices. Now you've got to really watch everything you own. If you uh, have an exit plan and you plan on exiting some of this stuff on a euphoric peak, you've got to be watching for those and you've got to be ready to pull the trigger. So it's exciting as always. I mean, everybody's accounts are up. If you were, weren't paying attention this weekend or you were, you probably had a good weekend. But yeah, now it's time to start paying attention. This is where your exit plan comes in place. And this is what we preach here at the Academy. Get your exit. Go get that sheet. Go pull it out. You know, here it is. Dust it off and and have those prices in front of you um, so that you know when to pull the trigger uh, as these things start to take off. Yep. And as you can see, this is the first time we've climbed back into this range in over four months now. So it's good to see some bullish price action. And we're going to hop right into some of that action today when we've got the total market cap 
sitting at $2.1 trillion this morning and climbing. 42% dominance for Bitcoin, 19% dominance for Ethereum. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 47500 this morning. Ethereum back over 3300 at $3,386. XRP is finally making some bullish moves at $0.88. Cents. Cardano sitting at that 123 We'll scroll down to XLM here because I know people really care about that. Kronos just below $0.50. Cents. And let's scroll down to XLM at $0.23. Cents. So slowly climbing here. But it's good to see some bullish price action. We've also got some moves for Hedera as well. So as I scroll through this market, there's tons of bullish news, bullish sentiment. But I think most people are just concerned that the prices are going up. So Mr. Andrew Cashflow, what are some of your thoughts on what's taking place in the market this morning? You know, I'm just looking here at the, at the chart of, of Bitcoin and I see all those resistance levels. They are taken out one, one after the other. And that's also what is represented in the fear and greed index. And actually, I love it. I, you know, I, I told you already a couple of times I'm, I'm in, in, into I'm learning trading and actually this volatility, it is what you should love. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah buy low, sell high and have your stuff in uh, in action. So I'm, I'm actually loving this market. And of course, yeah, make your profits, you know. And however, I also have to say, if you are a hodler, don't don't get 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 fooled around. Hobble, hobble, keep hodling and keep hodling for the next couple of years. But if you say I want to take more, more effort and more time to 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 do in this market or to work in this market, then you can spend more time and you can make your plan to trade a little bit. If you are really a professional trader, of course you can uh, apply much more strategies. But I think overall this is very good. This is what we are what we were waiting for so many months uh, it was a little bit boring however do not let boredom take you out yeah stick to your plan what johnny already said stick to your plan totally and what we're seeing now is a couple of these projects are having massive bullish days almost out of nowhere v is a great example of this so v chain has been in a bearish trend since last April. It's been over a year now, or just about a year now, and we're finally seeing these big gains come in where we're getting 30% days, 40% days. So it would appear that we've created a local bottom, and that can be pretty exciting. We also saw a project like Zill pop. I think it went from $0.04 cents to $0.11 or $0.12 cents this weekend. So we've got these random altcoin projects having some big price movement, which is always exciting to see. Billy, I'm going to kick it to you and get some Bitcoin analysis and some chart analysis. I just wanted to show one chart very quickly where we've got these indicators here showing us that every time the three-week vortex indicator crosses bullish, we get some massive price action. It's happened five times in the last decade. So I thought it would be important for our listeners to realize this is a huge set of data here. So with that being said, I'd like to kick it to Billy. What are you thinking? Can we experience some bullish momentum going forward? Oh, uh, you're muted. Thank you, Mario. Even time. I actually think we have bullish news going on right now, even with the chart. That was an amazing chart you just showed. So let me share my screen real quick, and I'll just kind of show you what I'm seeing on the chart right now. Uh, let me know. Can you see? Yes. All right. So let me pop up. This is uh, just on the daily. Uh, we'll go to, I think this is the five-year. Span it out a little bit. Actually, we'll just go to the yearly. So when I come in and I'm, I'm looking at it, I just kind of want to see what the patterns are, what's going on, and what can I see. Like when I'm when I want to go in is is the first thing 
do I get in right now? Do I wait a little bit? What is the best price action to get in? And how do I dollar cost average in? So the first thing you want to do is just come find the trend line. So let's find support real quick. Uh, got support here. We'll find our tops. So now we want to find, we have our support and our resistance level set. So now we just want to find some trends. What trends has Bitcoin made to see if there's any trends now happening because the past has a tendency to, you know, repeat itself. It doesn't always have to, but generally it does. So we'll just come in here. We're going to draw some more trend lines at the, from the bottom of the candle to the top of the candle and see what we get. So now that we have this trend, let's see if this trend matches the other one. We're going to bring it over. Uh, still same support. Look, it almost hit exactly the same, but it had a little more volume in it. So we'll stretch this one out again. And the reason we do this is to see where this possibly can go after it's made its new trend. So now that we've tested support, old resistance is now new support. We've come up. So now we need to move our trend line up to the new support area. So if we look at this, to me, if I was coming in, I would have a couple different entry points at this point. So now that we've tested this 47,000, I think it's going to be significant resistance for just a, a little while. I think we're going to drop down to about 45. So I wouldn't hesitate to get in here. I would just dollar cost average in. So if you're coming in with $1,000, say, I would do an entry at $250 here. Wait and see what the next tick is going to do. If it comes down, do a new, another 250. If it comes back up, do another 250. Just wait for confirmation before you think about going in heavy because you are going to have these natural resistance lines. You're going to have trend resistance lines and you're going to have previous resistance resistance lines. So just understand that, yes, I do think we'll get up to 73 to 75,000 just off previous trend. Uh, wow. Some of the news that the guys were talking about earlier about, I believe it was Russia possibly taking Bitcoin for oil. That would be a huge catalyst for this to really just, just take a run because we're already on a trend line. If you look right here, we're actually forming a bit of a wedge. If you look at previous resistance and you take the new trend that we have right here, you just bring it down. We're trending from this bottom up to the top. Now that we've broken this wedge, all we need is a catalyst to make this move. So when we're looking for volume to pop out of these wedges, generally it's from news releases, news articles, uh, new programs or new teams <laughs> or something that's got to drive that. So I'm thinking that, you know, we're going to have a little pullback. I don't think it'll be that bad before we actually take off, but I really, really think we can get past that Sunday morning. Yeah, and it's pretty exciting to hear you say that we're going to get up to a $72,000, $73,000 Bitcoin because, to be honest, I've been following blockchain backer strategy of where we get a $58,000 retracement to the 702, and then we have an alt season flowing in. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'd love to kick it around the group before we hop into our articles. Let's hear from Mario. Good morning, Mario. Good morning, everybody. Yes, finally seeing some positive price actions in the uh, in the market. It's so good to see. But, um, you know, this is the time you showed the... You show the fear and greed index. This is the time that I actually start getting very concerned. And, um, you know, I go from being uh, it's weird because I'm bullish when the prices are down and now I'm, I'm starting to get bearish. I'm, I'm starting to get the feel of like I need to start getting my my exit targets uh, in check and making sure that I have my exit targets properly, properly set out so that I can start making the exits. And all, all I can say is just make sure you take profits. I've said this before, but like make sure you take profits. Any profits is better than no profit. And it, you can't time the top. So, 
I'm totally with you. And that's what we always talk about at the 3T Academy. I'd like to go to Andrew Castle before we hop in. Just talk about an exit strategy a little bit. Are you anticipating completing some of your exit strategy? Or are you in this for the long, long term? No, actually, I was inspired by the exit plan of, uh, uh, of uh, Coach JV. And I indeed, what I say, I, I sell 50% in the coming bull run. And I have set my exit points one, two, three, four. So I have four exit points and the other 50% will just stay there. And so I have a low, a medium, uh, a high and a super high, which will probably not be met. I don't know, but at least I have a plan and I stick to my plan. However, I always have to tell you, also for me, it is difficult to take these kind of profits. Trading is not difficult at all for me, but if I have my Bitcoin and I sell it on the way up, yeah, still, it is a psychological uh, uh, game. Yeah, it really is. And this is something I learned last year from, from last April when we experienced all that price appreciation. I always talk about, I didn't take nearly enough profit. So I'm taking a different approach now where I have some earlier exit targets so that the only, the only profit is realized profit, right? <laughs> so the only profit that really matters is the profit you turn into cash and put into your bank account. Johnny Crypto, can we get some closing comments and then we'll get into the Janet Yellen stuff? Yeah, I think, um, you know, all season's here. <laughs> Boys, it's here. So put your seatbelts on, uh, have your exit plans ready. You just, you know, and again, as Andrew said, uh, you know, these coins for me are, the reason why this is painful to sell on the way up is because we all know we're in something that's a long-term play. We know that this is 2025 to 2030 and futuristic technologies. And we're going to look in those years in 2025 and say, why the hell did I sell a, a dollar when it's now $200? So that's the problem here, the mentality. And that's why you only sell a certain portion. Like part of, like Andrew said, 50% of your bags or more, at least mine, they ain't ever getting sold. Not until beyond 2025. The other 50%, I play what between now and then. So that's the way I'm, I'm approaching it. Apps. Yeah. And you said something really important there. You said today we're at a dollar, 2025, we're at 200 bucks. So you just got your official XRP price target from Mr. Johnny Crypto, $200 by 2025. He's incorrect guys. So do not follow Johnny Crypto, but he put it out there. So I felt the need to call it out. We'll hop into our first article for today. U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says upcoming crypto regulations will nourish healthy innovation. Yellen admitting, admitted to being a bit skeptical, but acknowledged the benefits and emphasized the importance of the healthy innovation of finance, which is what we're seeing now with crypto, with the crypto market as a whole, whether it's the banking industry, stores of value, crypto is taking over smart contracts, the list goes on and on. And Billy said something that stuck out to me. He said, all we're waiting for is a catalyst, a push from the news to get this price, price chart going. And blockchain backer always says, show me the chart, I'll tell you the news. So we're seeing a lot of bullish momentum in the price charts, and we're seeing a lot of bullish momentum in the news narratives. Sorkin, who is a CNBC uh, interviewer, mentioned that Russia's recent announcement of accepting Bitcoin payments for energy purchases and asked where the U.S. stands on the crypto conversation. So in Yellen's response, she said crypto has grown leaps and bounds and is now playing a significant role in the investment decisions of a lot of Americans this is huge, guys, because we haven't seen any definitive statements from the Treasury like this, where she's saying that not only is crypto made leaps and bounds, but we're seeing the adoption and the, and the actual use cases take place right here and now. So I want to read one final quote before we kick it to Johnny Crypto and then Andrew Cashflow. We've got President Biden's historic executive order calls for a coordinated and comprehensive approach to the digital asset policy. 
Basically, what they're saying here, guys, is that crypto is going to be adopted. They're going to create rules and guidelines for these projects to follow and ways to categorize them as digital assets, commodities, digital securities. And that's going to provide substantial benefits for the nation, the consumers, and the businesses. So we'll start off with Johnny Crypto here. How do you feel about Janet Yellen not only coming out and endorsing crypto, but saying it's made leaps and bounds on its own without regulation? First of all, first of all, what a fucking joke. <laughs> Go pull the article back up. I just want to, I want to, I want to put something out here. Bring that, let's bring that. So look at this part where, where she says here, it will also address the risk to protecting consumers invest. Okay. First of all, you know who the biggest risk is to consumers? The freaking Federal Reserve. Her. She's there. They're, 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 the, they're the biggest ones we need to worry about. What a bunch of scumbags. But what's good here, you know, on a more um, serious note, is that finally you're getting the elites telling you that it's okay to invest in this, right? Because the elites, what do they do? They tell you, don't do this, don't get in. It's very this bad, this bad. No, 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 get in. Meanwhile, they're packing their bags, they're loading it up, they're getting everything going behind the scenes, and then once they're in. Then it's like, okay, now we open the floodgates to bring in all the sheep, all the masses, because we need liquidity now, and we can dump on them, right? That's exactly, you just saw that. It's exactly what's happening with Ripple with the delay, 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 delay. Same thing. But so this is just the elite saying, okay, now's the time to start opening up the doors, flip the switch, you know, open the floodgates and let people in. And now it's going to be a slow adoption as people come in. You know, people will start to come in more and more. But yeah. This is, uh, it's just the, the hypocrisy is, <laughs> the hypocrisy is off the charts, Ed. And it's weird. They roll out the exact same narrative year over year. And I feel like retail still hasn't picked up on it. It's the illicit activity and it's the, <laughs> it's the illicit activity. I mean, that's really all they, all they say, the financial stability and the illicit activity. These are broad statements. They're not addressing any specific issue. Andrew Cashwell, I'd love to hear some thoughts. Oh, he's muted. About, about, the, about the innovation. I think that more and more people and elites will come to the conclusion if you can't beat them, join them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is so much innovation. There is There are so much people working just to, to get this stuff rolling that also the big companies, they cannot cope anymore with, with the speed of innovation because all those decentralized organizations are working together and I... This is so much fun for me to see because I'm an IT, I'm an IT guy, an architect, and I love it to see that the the the, the, the elites and also the big the big companies are, yeah, like in a Formula One race, they are passed by the left and right, and so that's very good. Another thing, what you said about Bitcoin will be uh, will be paid in, uh, oh, sorry, oil will be paid in Bitcoin, is also a little bit worrying me. Okay. If, if this goes too fast, too quickly, the U.S. won't like it. Yep. The, the NATO won't like it because the dollar has power and the dollar is, is, is weaponized because with the dollar, countries can be locked, off, locked out of uh, specific yeah, doing, doing trades. And, 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 and so... I'm not so sure what will happen. Of course, it will be bullish for Bitcoin, but it will be also bullish for war in Europe. Yes, completely. And I actually have a great chart here. It's, it's, it's a global map, and it shows who is sanctioned Russia right now. I'm going to zoom in on this real quick. But Mario sent this to me last night, and this is exactly what you're talking about, Andrew. So what power does the financial system have right now? Well, they can lock certain economies 
out of our existing financial system, and that's going to hinder their ability to go to war or have a successful trading or supply chain, which is what we're seeing now. I'd like to go to Billy next. Billy, I just want to read one quote before we hop into you. This was so bullish, I, I couldn't go through this article without mentioning it. It says, we would like to come out eventually with recommendations that will create a regulatory environment in which healthy innovation can grow. So the U.S. Treasury is saying that they're going to create an environment where cryptocurrencies have the ability to grow. What are your thoughts, Billy? I think Billy's on mute. It's kind of a double-edged sword, especially with the federal government involved. Um, I, it's it's a great thing because we need regulations in order to figure out what's what we need to do, like what the market's going to need to do, what these exchanges have to do. We need guidance and regulation. But with that being said, they're also going to get their cut no matter what. And that's what I think we're going through right now is they're trying to figure out, yes, they have to adopt it. It's coming. There's no way that it's not coming. Uh, but with that being said, they're going to get their piece of the pie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just, it's a double-edged sword, man. It's a beautiful thing that's coming, but it's also, you will never be able to hide money again. You, they will never be able to hide money again. So now how do they, I don't want to say manipulate it into their advantage, but I guess, how do you do it? So yeah, I think it's a great thing, but it's also be very cautious type thing. And it's funny that you said they won't be able to hide money because one of the biggest arguments is that crypto is used for illicit activity and nefarious activity. And you're saying that a lot of that activity is going to have to go away because of cryptocurrency. So contradicting narratives, when they tell us look left, we go right, especially in this group. So we'll continue with the regulation talk as Japan plans to tighten crypto exchange regulations to enforce sanctions. So this is a response to the Russians that they've had against, uh, sorry, the sanctions that they've had against Russia. And it's a global narrative, right? So we, t we always talk about the United States because that's the largest economy, but Japan, Russia, China, all of these economies matter. And we're seeing all of them make moves at the same time. It says J Japan, along with most of its Western allies, has conducted various financial sanctions against Russia after its invasion of Ukraine. And the financial sanctions on Russia have forced it to look for alternative payment systems to access international trade market. Mario, as we were going over this article you brought up some very interesting points. So I'd like to go to you first. What are some of your thoughts about Japan carrying out the same narratives that America is at the exact same time? Yeah. I mean, these countries kind of, they, they have a very big tie with each other, right? I mean, they're all British influenced to some extent. So it, it's definitely a connection there. And um, yeah, as far as crypto as well, it's just, it's got to, it's got, it got too big to ignore. It got too big to kill. So now they just need to adopt it. They need to uh, regulate it. And we're seeing the UK do a lot of the same things that Japan's doing and Japan do a lot of the same things that the United States is doing. So what do the big boys know that we don't? Well, we're going to find out over these next few months. I'm not sure if anybody else has any comments on that particular article. So I'll leave the floor open. I would just say, if you look at the all the yellow map, all the countries that were yellow map that are sanctioned, boy, it feels like this was planned. Bro, let me, let me say something. Looking at that map has completely changed my strategy for this RKDA because before we were looking at it, you know, such a, a price increase before it went from like $6 to $50 because, you know, 25% of the world's market is going to be affected by wheat. Granted, they can't get it out, but they're going to get it out somehow because these are the only countries sanctioning. So, I still think RKDA is going to be a hot one in, in the market, but just it's funny now being with you guys. It's, it's crazy how just this map alone has completely changed my strategy 
uh, in the regular stock market, seeing how crypto is is doing different things. I don't know. Just seeing this map is, is really cool. I wasn't expecting to see this because I've never seen this before. Who? Where'd you get this? Mario brought this to my attention actually this morning. So I'm happy you're, you're patting him on the back because I was about to do the exact <laughs> same thing. And if you guys are enjoying this conversation, please smash that like button and show these guys some love. And if you really want to learn more about cryptocurrency, check out the 3T Warrior Academy where you get access to Johnny Crypto, Andrew Cashflow, Billy and Mario, as well as the rest of our team where we take you through the mindset and the, the perspective that you need to have to manage this market correctly. And it's not just about price action, guys. It goes way deeper than that. So we'll keep the ball rolling here with our next article. Britain will reveal crypto regulation plans in the coming weeks, sources say. Now, this was mostly focused on stablecoins. So it will focus on stablecoins and digital assets that derive their value from existing currencies like the U.S. dollar. But what I found so interesting about this article is that it shows the Treasury officials have shown a willingness to understand the complexities of the crypto market and so-called stablecoins. It's like Andrew said earlier in the episode, if you can't beat them, join them. And I think that's what we're witnessing here. So I'd love to go to Andrew Cashflow first. Some of your thoughts on the UK making the moves they're moving today. Yeah, you already said it. You hit the nail, uh, the, 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 the hammer on the nail on the top. Uh, <laughs> Switch the I mean, I mean what, what, what is also fascinating for me is you have these centralized stable coins and you also have decentralized stable coins. For example, USDT, USDC. USDC is better than USDT, but on the other hand, you also have UST in the in the Luna environment or in the in the Terra Station environment, and it, it's fascinating. And I'm really curious and I'm looking forward who will win the battle. And my feeling says we go more and more and more to decentralized. Mm, I like that. I like the sound and, of that. And and that also. Just to, 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 to think a little bit further on decentralized, I think we also go more and more to decentralized exchanges. So Coinbase's and, and Binance's of this world, they will still exist, but, but exchanges, if I see in the, in, the, in, in the Cosmos environment, but also other environments, how many, almost every week, a new decentralized crypto exchange is, is coming up. Yep. And so... Yeah, I, I can only say it's fascinating what is happening. And I'm so grateful that I am a part that I can see this whole system growing. Uh, yeah, it is, it's for me like a, uh, a, a really an exciting journey to, to be in there. Totally. Johnny Crypto, I know you got a response. So please chime right in. Well, uh, first of all, I agree. I, I pray that Andrew's right. I hope he is. But knowing... I shouldn't say no, because I don't know the leads, but just seeing how they operate and knowing that they want control, I would be highly surprised if they let these things go decentralized. They're, the whole point of this whole regulation is to bring things in and make it more centralized. CBDCs are complete control of digital currency, right? And that's what they're doing. We know that's coming and we know that that'll then you know be some kind of Fed coin. It'll be connected to, to a digital wallet. And you'll do and say exactly what they say, and you'll get your free universal basic income, and that will be 90% of how people survive and live. And that's going to be all 100% centralized and controlled. Now, will people and rebels try to work outside the system on the decentralized systems? Of course. But remember who's in control, right? Elites are. So they can easily regulate any of that shit right out of business. And so that's what we're going to have to keep an eye on. You know, So I'm taking more of the opposite of, of view of just you know looking at the other side of the coin. 
But Andrew, I hope you're right. I pray that you're right because we need it because the reality is digital money is a lot more easier to control and track than cash ever was, right? That's why they want to get rid of it because they need control and this is the best way to have control. So um, I'm not as optimistic as you, but I'm praying that you're right. Now, uh, maybe maybe uh, there will be in the future also a sort of KYC system on decentralized exchanges. Yes. The possibility. Yes. That's however, right. however, that's also good news because yes. at least we get, you know, in the past we had the separation from church and state. And now we are in the, in the process of a separation of money and state. Wow. And, 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 and that, that's what I, yeah. You also got you got to you got to look at who holds the power. So in, in history, anytime someone's given power, they don't ever give the power back. Exactly. Yep. So yes. I, I wholeheartedly, I mean, I want it. Yeah. But the people in charge aren't going to let that happen. The only way that's going to happen is some some very bad things would have to happen. Like They're not going to give that up easily. I think that's why there's so much manipulation going on. That's why we haven't moved as fast as we have yet because they have not figured out how to get their part and how they're going to totally manipulate. That's just my opinion. But generally, when you have power, you don't give it up. Correct. So. Totally couldn't agree with you more. But, and that's that's my concern. Is yeah, the big boys too. worked so long to get control of the system, they're not giving it up to us. They're going to make right. it look like they're giving it up to us. They're going to mm -hmm. make it look well, just like what, what does coach say all the time? You'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. Klaus Schwab. Yep. That's quote of the century right there. And there's another quote in here I'd love to read for you guys where it says, Sam Woods, who is a deputy governor, wrote that several bank CEOs have increased their interest from banks and investment firms into entering various crypto markets. So we see Joe Biden's res response. We see the billionaires promoting it publicly. Now we're seeing hedge funds and banks starting to adopt the technology. And it's happening so quickly, it could almost slip us by. That in retrospect, this might have looked like one of the most obvious times to be not only accumulating projects, but just taking advantage of all the growth that's taking place in the market. I'd like to hear from Mario. There's a quote in here where it says just 33 companies have made it onto the register. More than 80% of firms assessed by the regulator have either withdrawn their application or been rejected. So just speak to that, please. I'd love to hear some thoughts. Yeah, I, I don't really have a lot to say that it's not really something that you know I'm super strong with. But um, but it's just it's good to see where the market is headed, where regulation is headed, because we need re the regulation in order for this technology to continue to move forward. Uh, it got to a point where there's just too much resistance. And unless governments kind of put something out there to, to guide crypto a certain way. And in this case, it's going to have to be a worldwide regulation. It can't just be the U.S. coming up with it. Um, this is a worldwide economy. So the world needs to, you know, all the governments need to get together and and create some kind of regulation where it's uniform and then companies like ripple don't have to be afraid of of innovating in the space without being sued by the sec for example and uh yeah i just want to say that i know you you guys all love shiba inu and shiba is pumping right now so <laughs> to all you shiba shiba to all you shiba lovers out there that reminds me, Mario actually owes me 2 million Shiba Inu, also known as 40 US dollars. So I'm waiting on that, and I'm sure I'll receive that soon from my good friend, but I'm only teasing. We'll hop into our next Raul Paul quote, which I thought was perfect about what's taking place not only in the market right now, but as you approach crypto as a whole, these are some thoughts to keep in mind. I used to be part of the world is going to shit and is just a matter of time until. 
And then I realized it was just an alluring meme. The world is always going to shit and it is always getting better too. Waiting for the world to end is not a profitable strategy. It is also mentally exhausting in looking for the boogeyman in every closet. Predicting the world is going to end and there will be a price to pay for printing money. Reality is, it's much more nuanced. And when we have clear tools to not only protect ourselves, but to protect our profits, that is what digital assets are all about. With Bitcoin and Ethereum playing the biggest role and Web3 changing all future business, business models entirely. And there's one great quote I wanted to talk about at the end where it says, embrace it or die angry, your choice. So technological innovation happens in every single industry. We specifically talk about the finance uh, innovation here and the digital assets part of that. So there's so much to get into in this article. I know Johnny Crypto probably has a lot to say because he gets caught in these narratives. I'm not going to lie. So I'd like to go to Johnny Crypto first. What are some of your thoughts on Raul Paul saying there's always going to be a demon in the closet? I, I think Raul Paul is in my head. Um, that You know, I hadn't seen that until you just showed it now. So thanks for sharing that. But you know, what's funny is I literally was that. I was him just like that, worrying about this shit all the time because I could see it coming, you know, being one of those awoken folks. But, um, but, but he's so spot on. Worrying about it is just a waste of time. And I didn't realize that until I came to the academy. It was all about coach. Coach said something to me one time as I was talking to him about this and he's like, you know, don't waste your time and efforts on worrying about the negative part. Just to worry about what you're going to, you know, how you just, just worry about, you know, moving forward. Um, and so, man, what, a, what a change it has been for me and no longer worrying about any of that stuff. Now I just feel like things are just going to play, just like he said, things are going to play out. And now with crypto here and this, so in other words, there's always a problem, but then there's always a way to ride the solution to victory. And that's what we're doing now. And that has been a huge change. I totally agree with Rob Paul. I'm so glad you shared that because that's exactly how I feel now. And that all happened because I joined the Academy. And that's why it's so important for you out there. If you're on the sideline and you're wondering, the Academy is all more about crypto. It's about the mindset first. And that's what Coach really helped fix. So um, join our free Discord. Try it out. And um, and if you want to level up, then you can actually join the Academy. You can come and meet us at the Freedom Conference, all that stuff there. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into it, but yeah, Abs, thanks for sharing that. That is so true. Just, just find the the ways to take advantage of the technologies that are coming, and that will set you free. And that's how I feel. And I live much better now. Yeah, it's it's crazy because I was I'll 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 go and say I was damn near a net job when it came to it, man. I was hunkered in the basement. I was ready to play GI Joe in the <laughs> real too. world. Like I, I, I thought it was coming. It was Red Dawn, nineteen eighty eight. Yep, ready. We were fixing it. Like it, it got bad and. Just like you guys said, but I had to get, thank God I came to the academy and it was able to, you know, shift my mindset. Do I still think about it? Of course, you know, things come up, but now it's a little different because this academy has taught me to, if I have a worry, then deal with it. So in order for me to deal with it, I, I came prepared. So, you know, I have certain things in place. Now it's not something I worry about. And I've kind of carried that over into even how I trade. Uh, I'm prepared before I make a trade. Before I go into a project, I'm prepared. And that's one of the biggest things that this academy has taught me is that how to prepare yourself for the real world, not get all emotional and lock yourself in a basement with MREs and ready to throw smoke bombs and shit. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm totally with you. And there's a, there's a quote I want to read here as well. It says, you may hate green energy, hate AI, hate the rise of robots, hate crypto, hate genetic sciences, hate the space industry, and hate big data. But technology doesn't care and nor does the future. Embrace it or die angry. And I think that's very prevalent in our culture today. Technological innovation happens so quickly. I mean, 
we went from pager to massive mobile phones to flip phones to smartphones to what we have now and we're seeing things continue to evolve andrew cashflow what are some of your thoughts i know you're a raul paul fan so i'd like to hear from you <laughs> actually i was thinking about what uh, what billy just said yeah no you have to take it as it is i mean how many end of world events we already had since mankind hundreds thousands maybe and always there was panic big panic and every time we survived so yeah. why wouldn't we survive this yeah. and it and you know i i was a student of, of bob proctor for, for many years and once he gave me this and that is in a that is a thing and it is written it is, it is what, what it, it is, is. Accept it. Accept it. And then you turn it around and there is harvest the good. Yes. Mm. And the third one yeah. is nice. forgive the rest. Nice. Wow. That is awesome. You know, and this is that always is on my dad. And it is always on the point. It is what it is. Accept it. Yes. And then you, can, you, then you can deal with it. And then you should think, what are my plans? What are my goals? So ask the universe, where do I want to go? Do your, do your I am affirmations. Always, and you know, a seed needs some time to, to grow. It will always come to you. But stay positive. How do you call that? Eliminate all the negative thoughts. Always mm -hmm. get allergic to negative thoughts by yourself. And, you know, your life was so much easier and so much more fun, so much more joy. Although we were locked up with COVID and we, uh, we, have, a, we have a dollar collapse and I don't care. I, I just do my own thing. So and and I think all, all rich people and also a lot of elite people, they also have a mindset of positive thinking. Do you think they are all evil? No, absolutely not. They, they are also thinking and I am doing the right thing and I'm doing the right thing for humankind. Maybe they look at it from another perspective. So we can also look stuff from another perspective and just make your steps, step after step. And that's, you know, and that's why I like this academy so much, because it's not only crypto, it's not only mindset, it's not only personal health. It is all wealth, health and happiness. And, and that, that's what I like the most. Andrew nailed it. And I saw that thread on Twitter last night. And when I read it, I retweeted it right away. It's just it's it's all about mindset like andrew just said you know like you could you could live your life in fear right of, of the next crisis like what's going to be the next crisis are we going to have a cyber attack you know is that the next thing or you could just take it for what it is and and andrew said it perfectly and he showed a perfect example just accept it you know make the decisions that you feel are best to to make yourself happy and the people that are close to you whether it's your family or close close friends and and yeah I love that. Yeah, and not only that, but only do not try to influence what you can't influence. Exactly. Yeah. Just control it's what you so can. Simple. Right. You might you can you can become angry if you also also see those refugees you're coming coming your way. So think what you can do for them, but not be be angry about it. It it doesn't doesn't help. Yep. So I totally agree. And also don't worry about it. You know, it is what it is. Accept it. And we'll hop in. 
I think the difference, though, is Andrew is is there's a difference between worrying and planning. And when you know what's coming, and when you're around a bunch of group like-minded individuals like we are here, none of this stuff surprises us anymore. We all knew that the sanctions were coming. We know the dollar is being killed. We know that the cyber attack is coming. So now we know about it. We talk about it, and we just say, "Hey, all right, what are we going to do? What would we plan? What you know? What could you do to put yourself in the best position that if that does happen, to protect your family and your assets? That's all you could do, right? And we all know gold, silver, crypto, and food. I mean, <laughs> you know, you know. And now if it happens, okay, we're in the best position. We can only control what we can control. And I think that's probably the most important message to, to let our and folks speaking. Speaking of surprises, I think we're about to see someone that got surprised last night. So we actually have some behind-the-scenes footage from the Ripple XRP lawsuit we're bringing to you guys here. We'll let it play. There goes Ripple, and there's the SEC. Boom! (laughs) Message received and walks off with swagger, guys. And that's what's going to happen in this case. So we could not have this episode without bringing you the latest news. you got to love that stuff. I'm not sure. I mean, we have... We have to figure out a way to integrate that into the episode. So before our XRP content, we showed you what's going on behind the scenes. A quick slap for the SEC. And that's what we got in this article here. Ripple hints the SEC deemed XRP not a security prior to the lawsuit. So recent remarks by Ripple Council have led legal experts following the case to conclude there is really something compromising for the SEC inside the agency's internal documents that Judge Netburn has ordered to be produced. So what we believe, guys, Ripple came out this week and said it made some very powerful statements that Hinman potentially analyzed XRP and concluded it was not a security. So I'm going to read you a quote, and then we'll go around the group. It said, while concealing potentially that the SEC's own director of of corporate finance had analyzed a substantially similar asset and maybe even XRP itself, and concluded it was not a security. We've seen the SEC flip-flop their narrative back and forth on the Hinman on the Hinman approach that Ripple should have known because of Hinman's statements, and now Ripple can't take those statements seriously because he does not speak for the SEC. Again, just so much misdirection here. They delayed this case time and time again, and we know who's winning this thing in the end. But there's, with all this uncertainty, it's very positive to see things like this where they're making definitive statements, and I'd love to see when these documents get released. Maybe it's five months from now. Maybe it's two months from now. But this is going to be very influential in the resolution of the case. We'll start off with Johnny Crypto. This is another case of misdirection, right? So what are some of your thoughts? Or maybe it's never. You may never see it. Before I get into it, I just want to call out Josanne. I'm going to screw up her last name, so I'll just say Josanne. Uh, You know, if we could post what she said, it's great. Uh, It's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you react. And that is 100% spot on. That's exactly what at the at the. 3T Academy mindset happened to me. It's about, you changed my mind. So the way I react to things are different. I might see an accident and before it might've been, I reacted one way. Now it's a completely different reaction. So, so important. Thank you, Josanne. But getting into that very, very important case that you're just bringing up abs. um, You know, at the end of the day, obviously the SEC was ordered to turn over the freaking documents, the emails, and they won't turn them over. Hello? What do you guys think's happening here? I mean, do I have to state the obvious? There's yeah. a reason why they won't turn it over. Because somewhere in there, him and who we know was going on the air and telling everybody at the time that Ethereum wasn't a, a security, BTC wasn't a security. He probably also wrote somewhere in the paper, somewhere as they were having conversations with, with Ripple over the years, probably wrote, yeah, XRP isn't any either. Because they're all doing the same goddamn thing. So why would he logically think those two are one thing back then and then this other one is something else? 
So I'm sure there's an email. Listen, I work for a company. We all work for companies. We all send shit and email to each other. We send IMs to each other. Well, you know what one of my attorney friends told me? He goes, dude, stop putting shit in writing. And we're like, why? He's like, because all that stuff could get called into court and used against you. So as a corporation, like, we have to write what we, we have to watch what we put in writing. I guarantee he put something in writing or somebody did that says XRP is not a security. And the minute it comes out, this case is over. Now, here's the thing. It's probably not going to come out. They're not going to look fools like that. When the SEC realizes, this is my guess, if there's another another call now to Torres or whoever the judge, I get the two confused, Torres and Nepper, just two of them, yep. to, um, to basically force them to turn these documents over. And if they nail the hammer and say, you need to turn that shit over now, that's to me, is probably going to be the catalyst. That if that if they do have documents that say XRP is not a security, They'll you're going to see a settlement coming and it's going to come fast. There's no way the SEC releases a document that says there are people saying it's not a security when they're arguing that it is. It just can't happen, in my opinion. I'd love to hear from Andrew Cashflow, but I just want to read one quick quote real quick where it says, Jeremy Hogan said, there must be something really bad for the SEC, something that really just destroys the SEC's case. It must be really bad to justify the legal gymnastics that the SEC has been playing with. So, I mean, I, that couldn't be more powerful of a quote, so I'll just leave it there and kick it to Andrew Cashflow. Yeah, um, I want to say the following. Um, first, I want to explain you the difference between react and response. A lot of people, if there's something happens, they immediately, primarily, they, primarily they give a reaction. And what I learned is you have to respond. And what is respond? You have to think first before you take an action. And if I look to the whole SEC case, I say, there must be a bigger plan. If we talk about the elite and they are ruling, ruling the world, also the SEC is just a, 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 a small entity which is ruled by the elite. So to my idea, the bigger master plan of the elite is buying time, buying time, buying time. Why? Because they want to pack, pack their bags. Uh, the banks, they need to, to build the new systems and you know, they just have need time. And that's, that makes the whole case so funny that they can't cope with the speed of innovation, those, those bigger companies. And I, I, I love to see it. And so if you take the perspective of they want to buy time, it doesn't matter which argument they, they come up. If they are right or wrong or who is right or who is wrong, you just must say, I'm patient, I wait. And uh, I mean, probably it isn't it is a security probably not probably somebody said it probably not who cares is it really important the only thing what is what matters is when will this the, the switch be flipped and that will be flipped in the higher in somewhere as a milestone in the in the bigger master plan which we don't know so and they try everything to yeah to postpone uh regulation that, that's how i see it I love that. And you just talked about something important, the timeline, right? And that flip being switched at some point, and you don't think it's anytime soon I, from what I understood, and neither do I, right? This narrative of, it's this optimism where every time the price moves, there's this optimism from retail saying, here we go, the the switch is, the flip is switched, the, the switch is flipped. I always mess it up. But that's just the truth of the matter, right? We get some, some decent price action, everyone gets overly excited, and then you get trapped and lost on the back end. So We'll kick it to Billy because I know she's got some great thoughts. Billy, do you have any comments on the lawsuit right now? 
It's just crazy. It's it's all theater. It's all show. You just got to follow. Why did Hinman get paid? Why did he go where he went? Why did the other people who left went where they went? It, it's all for show. But I 100% agree. It, there's not going to be, we're not going to see $10,000 coin by the end of 2022. All that, that's just nonsense. I mean, we're not. My bad. I didn't mean to crush hearts. The thing that gets me with this, uh, what really got me into Ripple, I was an XRP before the lawsuit. But what really got me into it was when they said I couldn't have it. When they said we're taking it off the exchange, I knew right then there's something up. But they're not taking off exchanges worldwide, and it's just a us type thing. Anytime the government says, no, you can't have it, that means they're getting it 100%. Uh, so I, like I said, this is all show. Is it going to happen? Yes. Uh, price action of that volume is going to take a few years no matter what we do. Um, the fact that we're just taking the price action that we're taking now, even in the middle of the lawsuit, even now coming towards the end of the lawsuit, and I agree with Johnny 100%, there's no fucking way the SEC is going to take an L. Not, they're not going to show those documents. Because then all their other cases, all their future cases, now have bias set them set in them automatically from the rip. So they're gonna settle. They have to do that. They're gonna lose their ass and all credibility along with it. So yeah. Billy, um, Bill. Mario wants to know if we're gonna see five eighty nine. No. Well, I want. I actually wanted to make. I actually wanted to make a comment. I was thinking about what uh, Andrew was saying. You know about thinking. So Billy, what has happened? To you're a stock guy, so uh, what has happened to 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 a stock of a company when it got sued by the SEC? Oh, tanked, tanked. And what happened? And what happened after settlement? Us deal. Right up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, baby. Right. I'm not insinuating anything, and I, you just crushed my dream of the ten thousand dollar XRP. But maybe five eighty nine. Can you say that maybe? Five eighty nine. If it goes five eighty nine, bro, I'm gonna fly you out here, and we're gonna go have a party. Yes. Uh, do yeah. Do I want five eighty nine, bro? I want. <laughs> I just want fifty dollars on fucking RKDA right now. But now you showed me that map. Now I have to realign my whole game plan. Uh, but yeah, five eighty nine. I do think we will because we have to. That's what we hit. Before. I mean, this well, is, I'm. I'm just joking about five eighty nine. But hold on, what, what is, at, 5, at 589 Fibonacci, what is the price action on that? What is the price? Say that again. What on the Fibonacci 589? What is the price actual on that? Oh, that that's no, that's really, really high. That, that, that just <laughs> went right over Mario's head. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's not. No, I was joking about the 589, but my point was um no, I'm, you know, I'm, just I'm, using, using the thought process of like what happens when the sec sues a company you know obviously fear kicks in so the price of it drops those people that stay fundamental which i think a lot of us in this room did was we bought in at those low prices so what's going to happen as soon as the sec comes comes to a settlement with ripple which i think that's going to be the most likely likely scenario even though ripple wants to win like they've said it you know brad garlinghouse has said i want to win so what's going to happen price is going to go up so. We talked about this on our first episode as well, Mario. When Tesla was sued by the SEC, there was this massive dip, right? Then after the resolution, the 24 months following was the greatest price appreciation we've ever seen on the S&P 500 over a 24-month period. So the total market cap grew higher than any other market cap during that time period. So you get exponential, massive price movement. And we saw that with a stock. I can only imagine what will happen with an actual currency. Johnny Crypto, kick it to just you. 
just just a quick comment here because we throw out all these numbers now. Everybody's gonna walk away from the show saying, "Ah, the Good Morning Show said five eighty nine to no. no, no, guys, we're not we're not saying XRP is gonna go there. Um, five eighty nine, maybe five dollars and eighty nine cents. Yeah, exactly, fifty nine hundred. Yeah, no, five dollars and eighty nine cents is probably more realistic, guys. But you know what would be kind of cool? Maybe to go around the room and see what people think, what their thoughts are. You know, this year if we do get a lawsuit settlement. You know, I've got my thoughts on what I think it is, but I want to hold this. But what do you got? I'm just curious. What does everybody think, like, realistically, we could see this year after a lawsuit? For Ripple? I'll go first here. I mean, I would like to say we were going to get a minimum of 5 to $6. That's my first guess. And then I think that if everything goes perfect and correctly, we could potentially see low double digits, $10, $11, best case scenario. But my exit strategy is built for that 6 7 $8 range. Awesome. Andrew, what do you think? My first exit point, $3.15. Second, $6.51. Third, $10.92. And fourth, $14.70. Can you and put luckily, your wall? This is on can YouTube. You so people can go, yeah, people can go back, pause that, copy those price targets. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what's your, what do you have? What's your gut reaction? Well, I, you think? I think, Real I think it can. If it goes and it goes hard, I think it can go up to 10. And natural resistance in the stock market is 875. That is a very hard number to get past in the stock market. If you get past it, it usually drops back down to about $8. So I'm thinking we could see 10, but I think it's going to settle around 6 or 7. Mario? Mario. Mario. Uh, Mario's yeah. muted. You're on mute, brother. I got it. <laughs> Thank you. So it, it was 10,000, but I, you know, Billy crushed that for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be a little bit more conservative. So, um, Billy. So I think the four point two three six. Um, you know, if we base it off the previous all time high, going to the to the lowest point in the structure during the bear market, I think it takes us to somewhere about like twelve thirteen dollars. So that's that's like my highest point. But either way, I'm not planning on selling. Uh, I'm planning on selling probably up to. 40, 50% of my XRP. And I have exit targets of, you know, very similar to, to the rest of the guys. I have some at previous all-time high. I have some like at five, six, seven. So I'm doing multiple exits, but it's going to be probably somewhere like 40 to 50% of my portfolio. And when XRP moves, it explodes, right? We saw it in August, April of 2021, where in, in 17 days, we're getting notifications here, but in 17 days, we went from 47 cents to $1.90 cents 17 days, no news. So if you give XRP an actual catalyst like the resolution of the lawsuit and we're sitting somewhere around a dollar, well, let's just take the same move and say we do a four or five X. That's that's amazing. Those gains would be historic and this would be looked at as a as the best possible buying opportunity. And I'd just like to remind people that in November of 2021, just four months ago, XRP was trading at $1.40. Today we're trading at 88 cents and there's been nothing in the market to say that it's worth 40% less today in March than it was in November. I'm sure Johnny has something. I'd like to give him the floor. Well, no, there you have it, folks. And we went, we went around the room and you kind of got everybody's gut feel. I kind of, I'm right in the same zone with you guys. Um, you know, frankly, I, I follow BC backer a lot and he kind of laid out some of the Fibonacci's and <clears throat> at a 4.26 extension, 10 to $12 is what he saw. He did say something interesting. He said, if we were to get a, uh, uh, he called it like a double, a double alt season, which has happened once before. We could see as high as 54, but it's really highly unlikely. Um, but for me personally, yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm somewhere in that three to six, nine dollars, especially after you put out the poll abs when everybody's selling at 10. I'm selling at 990. But uh, yeah, I, I think realistically, we're all kind of in the same zone. And hopefully that helps everybody out there who's listening. And realistically, you know, anywhere between three and ten dollars, I think makes sense after the lawsuit. 
Yeah, <clears throat> Billy, did you have any comments? No, I was just agreeing with what Johnny said. That's perfect. perfect and when you're thinking about an exit strategy, guys, Billy brought up something great where he said 875 is typically a really difficult level to get through on the stock market. So you can apply a lot of those same concepts to the crypto where if everyone's saying they're selling at 10 bucks, maybe your exit strategy is at $9.50, right? Oh, that way don't give away my strategy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Johnny's at 950. Guys, go to 925. Get out before Johnny gets out, and then you'll have realized profit. But it's funny because a lot of times people don't take that into consideration, right? Who's going to be buying? For you to sell, there has to be buyers. And there's a lot of psychological levels that people talk about. $5, $10, 875 like Billy said. Go ahead, Johnny. You know what, Abs? I want to build on it. You are so spot on. I was watching a great video the other day. I encourage everybody to go watch it. It was Michael Saylor on one of the shows with uh, three of the other smartest guys, Garamucci and Yusko. And he literally said on the air, he said, you know, he said, yes, you want, you know, he, you know, he was talking about potential prices of Bitcoin. They talked 200,000, 5 million. And he's like, look, you need people there to buy it at 5 million. Who are you going to sell it on? He literally said, he's literally telling you like, yeah, we need you guys to buy at higher prices so we can dump. I mean, literally like, hello, that that's what it's all about. Abs. So if, if people you know, are selling it at, at 10, then you don't want to be selling at 10 because there ain't going to, you ain't, you ain't going to be able to sell 11. Right. And they're going to be selling too fast. So you want to be below, slightly below those thresholds where the elites are expecting to dump. You want to be below that, or you're going to get dumped on or your price target will never get hit. And, and that's why you have to, oh, go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, that's why it, you, you have to know what it's done in past history. Like mm -hmm. when you're looking at a chart, everyone wants it to move right. Well, if you don't look left, you're not going to know. You're going to get wrecked. Just like you said, you know, if that's the all-time highs we've hit, and we know that's a, a number that we're going to hit, a lot of people psychologically see it going up. That's what they're going to want to buy. And yeah. nail on the head, they're going to get wrecked. And we saw it with cash flows exit strategy, right? All-time high for XRP is $3.68. His first exit target is $3.50. So pretty cool stuff there. I'd love to close this episode out with a little bit of Bitcoin news here. We've got Terra Luna buys 2,800 more Bitcoin 133 million dollars in value and we've seen them accumulate and put this into their reserves i'd like to get some comments from andrew cashflow because i know he's a terra luna advocate what are some of your thoughts on on them buying bitcoin and using it as a store of value for their stablecoin? yeah this, this is absolutely excellent news for usd for usd stablecoin. it gives more body to the to the to the stable coin because the, you know there always needs to be a balance between luna and usd so Luna is sold and, and or Luna is burned and then you can create UST or you burn UST and Luna is created. So it always needs to be in balance. And the founders of, 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 of Luna, Terra Luna, yeah, they understand it. So they put just more money in there just to get the buffer to keep this system running. And it is very, very uh, um, yeah, uh, exciting that also if you want to put your your ust coins on yeah most people call it staking but actually it's it's an, a decentralized platform with with anchor protocol already for for about two years or one and a half year you get around 20 percent in interest on your ust and it's all the time more or less stable that that's that ridiculous that 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 can be so these guys behind terra luna they know what they are doing and it's it's actually an excellent protocol it's it's also the fastest usd is the fastest growing decentralized stablecoin at the moment and wow. together with luna i mean look at the price chart of luna go up 
<laughs> to the moon, as they say, to the moon. To the moon. Now, yeah, you know <laughs> for what price I bought. And so, 29 cents. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's yeah. why I figured we'd go to Andrew Cashflow because he knows the most about these projects and he's been able to capitalize the most on a lot of these projects. But we're going to close it out here. I'd like to say thank you to Andrew Cashflow. Thank you to Billy. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Johnny. I always have such a blast with you guys. And I look forward to these. So we're going to continue bringing the most relevant and impactful crypto-related content from the top crypto research team in the world. And this team is only going to get better. So if you're enjoying this content, smash that like button. Do us a favor. Show support. We've got social media's link for each and every member down below. And also, if you're looking for that deeper understanding or more access to any of us, please check out the 3T Warrior Academy, where you get that fundamental mindset and understanding. Like we always say, warriors rise. Get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us today. Let's go. Ha, ha, ha.